I just want to pause this episode for a second to tell you about something super exciting that I'm hosting on the 22nd of May and it's absolutely free. It's my brand new imposter syndrome breakthrough masterclass. I cannot wait because in this one hour masterclass, I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to execute with confidence and feeling not good enough and confused as to how you can make changes to exploding your personal confidence in your leadership role and eliminating imposter syndrome for good so you can make the impact you want to make while maintaining balance and having a lot more fun too. Trust me, this is going to be so worth an hour of your time. Head over to lucygarnan.com forward slash masterclass right now to save your seat. Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Garnan, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is ready to step into her superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Work-life balance, oh my good God, it is something I think that we all strive for. But in particular, I noticed that a lot of women leaders that I work with really, really struggle with work-life balance. And I've been obviously in business now for a couple of years and I'm starting to notice some patterns, which is what I'm going to share with you today. I know that, you know, if you're listening to this, you're very driven, you're, you love achieving, you love delivering on those complex projects, you've worked your ass off to get where you are today and you're out to make an impact in the corporate world. You're out to make an impact because you care about what you care about your your own success, but you also care about your team and you care so much about everybody that sometimes it all just becomes too much. I know when I worked in the corporate world, I was always on. I wanted to be involved in every decision that impacted my department And sometimes, and I'm ashamed to say this, I would make people feel bad if they made a decision that I wasn't okay with. It was my ego um, because really now I can see in hindsight that I was linking my sense of self and my my sense, my self-esteem and my confidence to my achievements in my role. And that's really, really not a good thing because when you do that, I know that I probably took away a lot of my team's autonomy in my early years until I copped on and realized what I was doing. And as well, like it's just it's not good for your mental health. So today I wanted to share I've been working, like I said, for a couple of years now with female leaders and having worked in the corporate world with many of you for 17 years. I have seen patterns and I have seen behaviors And it's actually much more simple than you think to have work-life balance. And that's what I am going to share with you today. 
burnout is a real problem in the corporate space and something that really frustrates the hell out of me is that I and this is me now siding with the corporations okay I truly believe that because I'm a business owner too that your employer your you know your company they want you to be healthy and happy that's why they put in all these EAP initiatives and all these workplace well-being um, talks and stuff like this they really really do and I know they want profits too, right? But they're a business. But I do believe, because credit where credit's due, I do believe that your HR department and all of those people who were involved in these culture initiatives, and if you're one of them, I know that you're trying your best. But until the employees actually set their own boundaries and unless they actually are the ones that are trying to, unless you take a stand and, and implement the changes, none of this is ever, ever going to happen. I had a client last year and I'm just looking at a little testimonial that she sent me and I'm just going to share it with you now. And she said, working with me was transformative because she was feeling massively overwhelmed, like she was failing at life. She had a small little um, a little daughter and she had heaped pressure on herself and thought she was doing a bad job all around. Home and work pressures were smothering her. She was feeling worn down and it was affecting her relationships at home and at work. And sometimes what's worse with our relationships is that we just accept it and we don't do anything about it. And before you know it, you get into this stagnant phase of your life and you look back and you kind of go, what the hell happened? Like, how did I get here? But through working with me, I gave her the practical tools and I helped her to understand herself. So, so important. So I want you to be able to cope better with life's challenges and I want you to cut yourself some slack. I want you to have better work-life balance. So today I'm going to share three mistakes, like I said, that I think you're making if you don't have good work-life balance and I'm going to tell you what you can do instead. The first mistake is that you have poor boundaries. Now, I did an event a few weeks back with Image um, Image Magazine in Ireland. They have a business club and they asked me to speak at an event and it was actually a beautiful event. It was in the gorgeous five-star Westbury Hotel in Dublin and I was the keynote speaker and I spoke all about setting boundaries because it is so, so important. Most of us, when you're if you're feeling frustrated, if you don't have good work-life balance, or if you're not happy with how people are treating you, it's purely because you have poor boundaries. It's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to say no. Because every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So if you are struggling with work-life balance, it's because you haven't defined your boundaries. Now, in episode two, I went through my full dad method, DAD, on how to set your boundaries. I'll share it really quickly with you now, but I want you to go back and listen to episode two after this one because I guide you through how you can set better boundaries. So I call it my dad method, DAD. So it's define, apply, and defend. And this is exactly what I taught at that event, and I have taught this in corporate masterclasses too. So the first D is define. You have got to get clear on what's acceptable and what's not acceptable to you. So not what you think you should do or what's expected of you. I want you to think about how do I want people to treat me? What time do I really want to finish work at? You know, you need to get really clear on what you really want because if you don't know your boundaries, nobody else is going to know. 
The second then is A. So we have D for define, A for apply. So once you know your boundaries, you've got to apply them. And again, in that episode, I go through how to communicate them and give you some tips around that. And then the final D is defend. So once you have defined your boundaries, you've now applied them, you've communicated them, then you've got to be ready to defend your boundaries. And this is where most people fall down is that they don't, they're not strong enough to, it's not that we're afraid of confrontation. It's actually that we just don't have the courage to stand by our boundaries. So I want you to know that it's okay to have boundaries and that it's actually critical. There's so much research out there that shows that employees who set boundaries are more productive. They've better well-being. There's longer retention. And if you don't have boundaries, you le- it leads to resentment. It leads to burnout, frustration. And ultimately, I have seen people leave because they haven't set por- their own boundaries. But then they move to another company and they still don't have their boundaries and the cycle continues. I always say to people when they come to me, um, you know, I work with a lot of women, women leaders who hire me around work life balance and things. And often they come to me because they really are thinking about leaving their career. But you cannot leave one career. You can't jump from one burning ship to another if you don't have the tools to be able to set better boundaries for yourself and to shift your mindset around your self-worth because you deserve to have a life. The second mistake I see is that You don't know who you are without the work. So a huge thing I know for me when I worked in the corporate world was I sometimes worked in the evenings because I didn't give myself permission to have fun. I didn't know how to have fun. I linked so much of who I was to my job that I didn't, I just didn't know what else to do. And I think that fed into a lot of the reason why I worked in the evening times at times. So for you, if you are struggling with work-life balance, what could you do if you weren't working? Because trust me, I know that if you have an event on, you'll be gone. If you're going on holidays, you have no problem leaving. If you have to go and get your hair done and you have an appointment booked, you'll most likely go. But it's only when you have something to make you shut down that laptop at six o'clock in the evening that's going to make you do it. So your little action today is I want you to think about what could you do that would bring you joy if you weren't working. Make a list of activities or hobbies or things that you could do. And a little bonus tip for you here is actually put it in your calendar. I do this with my clients all the time. We look at planning in activities in their calendar because if you're anything like the ladies I work with, they're slaves to their calendars as I am too. And if it's not in there, it's not going to happen. So don't be afraid to add in some activities just for you in your calendar as well. And that will make it all the more enticing for you to shut down that laptop. The third mistake I see is that you're afraid to step away because you want to control everything. And this is something I was, you know, I was guilty of as well, was this need to control. And when you're like that, you are going to burn out. You're going to burn out. And as part of my program, Powerhouse Revolution, I have a tool I call the Powerhouse Transformation Tool, where we look at this need. I look at this need to control with my clients and we help them to come up with, I suppose, a new story on how they can break free from needing control things because there's the psychology behind this. It's not easy to do this on your own, but really and truly you need to learn to be able to stop needing to control everything. And if there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode today is that you're safe. We sometimes we're in this fear mindset that if 
if I step away from work, what will happen? If I delegate this task, it's not going to be done to my standard. So I may as well just do it myself. Or if my boss, you know, if I'm not online at eight o'clock at night because my workaholic boss is, I'm going to be seen as, you know, unfavorable for promotion. And you know what? Maybe that's true. But you've got to make a choice around what's most important to you in your life because I don't want you to miss out in your life because you're trying to impress in the hope that something might happen in the future. Like this coveted, you know, end of year review with, you know, you want to be in that outperform category. I get it. But when you just live to do all of that, you just miss out on everything. You miss out on family. You miss out on friends. Like so many of my clients have lost, you know, touch with friends and hobbies and it just, it's its okay, it's not your fault. It's its just what happens when we get sucked into this corporate machine. It's like you're, you're brainwashed into thinking that it's the only thing that you're allowed to do. But I'm here today to tell you and give you full permission to go and do something for yourself because you work so, 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 so hard. It's okay to have a life outside of work. And actually, you'll be a more impactful leader you'll be seen as more grounded, you'll be seen as, I promise you, watch the magic happens when you just step away from work. So quick recap, the three mistakes that you're making are number one, poor boundaries, you got to set your boundaries. So go and listen to episode two, and I'll teach you how to do that. Number two, you don't know who you are without the work. So I want you to make a list of hobbies that are things, activities that you could do in the evening that would make you shut down that laptop and pop them in your calendar. And number three is that you're afraid to step away as you want to control everything. So you've got to try and find a way to renege the need to have all of that control and just remember you're safe, nothing's going to happen, you're not going to die. So that's it for today's episode and just to quickly mention actually I know that we're coming up to the end of year and if you're in the HR department or you are a lead in a woman's group you might have some budget left over that you're trying to use up so it's the whole if you don't use it you're going to lose it right? I have a couple of spots available to um, for corporate events for the rest of the year. Now, I have limited spots because I have a few events. I'm in London at a conference. I have a few things going on, but I definitely have um, a couple of free spots. So if you are looking to get in a corporate speaker, I would absolutely love to come in. Let me take the hassle out of all of this for you. So if you um, are not, if you are working in HR or you're the lead of the women's group, you can just email me at hello at Lucy gurnan.com i'll send you on a brochure to my learning lab and in my learning lab i offer inspiring virtual workshops and motivational talks to suit your needs and i also can travel to um, if if it aligns with my schedule so these are suitable for women's groups but they can also be tailored at no extra cost for all employees both male and female whether or not they're in leadership or not so even if you know you're thinking about an end of year team meeting or you're thinking about that very last kind of group get together, I would absolutely love to come in and inspire your team members. So you can book me for a corporate talk. Like I said, use up that budget so you don't lose it. So you can email me hello at lucygarland.com or you can just send me a direct message in chat on LinkedIn or on Instagram and I'll be happy to send you on the details. But again, please don't delay it. Don't leave it to the last minute because like I said, I've limited availability. Okay. 
So I'll stop waffling now. It's time for me to go and get my lunch. I'm absolutely starving. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful, wonderful day. And I look forward to being in your ears next week.